The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Steel making has come to an abrupt end at Republic Steel on Route 5 in Blaisdell. Workers arrived yesterday to learn the plant was being idled and they were being sent home. Grupo Simec, which acquired Republic Steel back in 2005, said operations moving to Mexico, putting 500 people out of work in both Blaisdell and also in Canton, Ohio. It's unclear how many employees worked in Blaisdell at that plant. A Republic board member cited competitive market pricing, decreased demand, along with increasing costs on raw materials and labor for its decision. Large crowds, many of whom are families with children, now filling the Maui airport, trying to get flights off the island because of the deadly wildfires. Alex Stone reports airlines are sending in empty planes to evacuate the vacationers. At the Maui airport, tourists who were forced out of their resort hotels and were bused to the airport and dropped off are waiting to get flights off Maui. Many sleeping on the floor and on luggage carts. Airlines like United, Hawaiian and Alaska are now flying in evacuation flights full of emergency supplies like diapers, baby formula and food, and they're flying passengers out. With ticket prices being as low as $19, taking them to places like Honolulu, L.A., San Francisco, and Seattle, it's a large-scale airlift effort by the airlines to get people to safety. Alex Stone, EBC News. Okay, we'll be hopefully connecting with Alex Stone a little bit later on this morning with more on that. Well, the Bills play their only home preseason game tomorrow at 1 o'clock. It's an opportunity for fans to get familiar with how new stadium construction will impact their game day plans WBEN's Tom Puckett has more on that. The stadium construction project will mean some parking changes, says Eric the Hammer Matuio. I've had to redesign uh, the parking layout with these uh, new eight-foot-tall security fence going around the property, which is no big deal. I mean, you take what you got. At least we can be complaining that we uh, we still have a team and it's causing a little bit of disruption. You just adapt and uh, you go with the flow. The Hammer says a 1 p.m. kickoff and the fair opening at 11 a.m. may mean not as heavy traffic heading to the game, but Orchard Park Police Chief Patrick Fitzgerald says plan ahead. Every year we, we end up having a stadium event. Uh, that seems to fall on the day of the fair. So, you know, this isn't the first time, and we're certainly uh, used to it. You know, our recommendation is whether you're going to the fair or you're coming to the game, give yourself plenty of time, leave early, know your route, know your destination, especially if you're coming to the game. No matter where you go, Fitzgerald says be patient, hear more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. The Bills' Andy Major speaking on this yesterday. He said he doesn't see the fair having too big of an impact on traffic tomorrow. The good news about Saturday is it's a 1 o'clock game versus a night game. And in the past, we've had a lot more difficulty with the fair in the fairgrounds as well with traffic and staffing that maybe share you know both events. So the 1 o'clock game actually will help us. You know, we want fans to come and enjoy the Kids' Day experience and be there for the opening of the event. But uh, no, not, not really asking fans to come early or change anything there. Uh, everybody feels fairly comfortable that the time of 1 o'clock is, is a big help for everybody. Okay, so uh, hopefully things going smooth tomorrow. It's the only practice run. The Bills will have before the right, regular season right. begins only one preseason game. We'll have more on that, who will play and who won't, coming up in just about 20 minutes. The Bills are getting ready for preseason action, and Fisher-Price is getting ready to roll out 
Its new version of Bill's Little People. This year's set features Josh Allen, Von Miller, Dawson Knox, and a super fan. The sets go on sale today at Wegman stores while supplies last. Proceeds from these collector sets will benefit Oshai Children's Hospital. It's the third year for the series. Already nearly $2 million has been donated to Oshai since the launch of the collection. While wow, supplies last. That's been the key word, right? Yes, uh, especially so. <laughs> that first that first rollout. There, uh, people go crazy for them, absolutely. Though Erie County and other municipalities across New York have said that the state is set to cover any costs associated with migrants who stay here while going through the asylum process. Some say that job should be up to the federal government. WBEN's Brayton Wilson explains. Congressman Brian Higgins said on Thursday the House of Representatives is communicating with the Justice Department to get funding so communities affected by the ongoing migrant influx across the nation do not have to absorb the financial burden of what is a consequence of Congress not acting in nearly three decades toward comprehensive immigration reform and a pathway to legal citizenship for these individuals. There are about 550 asylum seekers in western New York, migrants. They're by and large eager to work. The other thing that we can do to help with this situation is expedite their eligibility for work. We have a labor shortage. People want to work and they want to work. So why delay their ability to do just that? So the funding is very, very important for communities like Western New York, New York City as well, but wherever this you know issue exists throughout the entire country. Higgins adds it is the federal government that should bear most, if not all, of the responsibility for the costs incurred by cities and communities throughout the country and in New York. He says the fight will also continue for funding to ensure local agencies like Jericho Road Catholic Charities, the International Institute, and others can assist migrants resettle into the community and provide proper services for migrants such as health care, housing, and also with education, especially with the 2023-24 school year starting in a few weeks. It's particularly a problem in Chictawaga where hotels are disproportionately located, and that's where these asylum seekers are living, so that's a school district that's going to need some help. And the federal government has to acknowledge its responsibility to help these communities. So yes, you know, these are letters that we will send the administration seeking assistance to the local communities, to the state itself, and I'm confident that we will be successful. More from Higgins on the federal response needed in the ongoing migrant influx is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. We'll hear a little bit later on this morning more from Congressman Higgins on that issue. Washington now lawyers for former President Donald Trump facing off against prosecutors today over whether he should be prevented from talking about the evidence in the January 6th case. The hearing allows Judge Tanya Chutkin to hear from both sides about whether she should impose restrictions on the former president, whether he should be barred from talking about the grand jury testimony that the prosecution is set to turn over to his lawyers. Earlier this week at an event in New Hampshire, Trump insisted he wouldn't be silenced. I will talk about it. I will. They're not taking away my First Amendment. Right. Prosecutors say they worry Trump could intimidate witnesses. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News, Washington. That hearing, by the way, is at 10 o'clock this morning. We'll have another uh, live look-in at what's going on there still to come. And uh, all right, I'll I'll just read this uh, headline. This is how it's being presented. Hip-hop turns 50 today. Legend has it, 50 years ago today, August 11th, 1973, Clive Campbell DJed a house party in the Bronx and introduced his method of using two turntables to create a never-ending beat loop. He was known as DJ Cool Herc and became the godfather of hip-hop. I said a hip-hop, 
flash forward a few years later to 1979 and the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight is the first hip-hop song on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. No other genre has been able to cross barriers and ethnicities and different races and age groups. DJ Tony Touch is right. Hip-hop now the most listened to genre in the U.S. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Wow. Right. So... I the the explained it a little bit there why they're saying that today is the, I just have a hard time like any today is right. the day August 11th. August 11th an entire genre of music was it never before did anybody ever uh, do that I mean you know it you was ha- born I, what it was born I, two yes. turntables <laughs> <laughs> at two uh, thirty eight in the afternoon um, no but uh, no it's uh, pretty cool fifty ish we'll call it. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly to mostly sunny today. Temperatures will be in the mid-70s. For tonight, clouds on the increase. Some showers popping up toward morning. Overnight lows in the mid-60s. Partly sunny and breezy with scattered showers and thunderstorms on Saturday. Highs in the upper 70s. A mix of sun and clouds. Maybe an isolated shower on Sunday with temperatures in the mid-70s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Eric the Hammer Matuiao joining us this morning to take a look at what to expect tomorrow. All right, Hammer, you got one dry run really to go before the season starts. Is this maybe like the worst year to only have one preseason game because there's so much different going on around the stadium? Well, well, actually, we did have that preseason uh, or training camp uh, dry run, which uh, uh, I had to reconfigure my parking lot due to the fencing around the the area there, which and then it worked out pretty good. You know, you got to adjust, um, and, and you can tell that the, uh, the the Bills fans are maniacs. You know, it's a pandemonium, like Van Miller said, with the little people. And I I expect this same thing tomorrow. The only uh, thing that might hold people back a little bit is the potential for rain. So uh, I, I would just say get a raincoat. You know, while you're getting your little people uh, set. You know, make sure you got a raincoat, and because uh, I, I believe the only, that, as you can see from the training camp in Rochester, I mean, it's just, it's just pandemonium. It's crazy. All right, well, Hammer, you said your lot is reconfigured because of stadium construction. Did you lose any spaces? No, I, I think I'm, I'm about the same uh, as uh, in the past. It's, the problem is the, the, the rows at the very end with the fence to try to leave from that end spot, which is actually a golden spot uh, being on the end, kind of more, a little more private and stuff, but for the cars to leave from that, it, it makes it tough to turn to get to back up and get out. So uh, I just, I just uh, changed it around a little bit and um, I think we're all ready to go. You are there every day. You're looking at this project every single day. What, From what you're seeing at the construction site, how is this going to impact fans getting to the stadium on a game day? I, do you see a major impact, uh, maybe a slight inconvenience? Is it somewhere in between? Well, at this point, um, it, it, well, I think they're going to put the employees over at the McKinley Mall and bust them over. So that takes a little bit of pressure off the parking shortage. Uh, unfortunately, though, that we did lose uh, you know, the, the mud lot down the street on Big Tree Road is four or five hundred cars, and that's that's an impact. So people they might have to park a little farther away, uh, a little longer walk and stuff, which might not be too bad. Um, you know, it, it's just the the roads around the stadium area, especially Abbott, 
headed towards Hamburg is a little uh, there's there's not enough sidewalk stuff. Also down on Abbott towards uh, from Southwestern down towards uh, uh, McKinley. That's also or Miles Strip. I'm sorry. Uh, that's also a uh, they need more sidewalks in that area. Um, just I mean it might be a little bit different traffic pattern. Everybody used to parking in the old RV lot and uh, where the stadium is being constructed. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure people have done, you know, dry test runs. Um, but if not, uh, it's always, uh, you know, recommended to get there early. Um, you know, there, there'll probably be your fanatical fans lined up just for like at Wegmans today. Um, that they want to get in there early. They're itching for the bill season to start. And, uh, so, you know, I, I would just say to everybody, get out early. There's only nine games in a year, and we're fortunate to have an NFL team in our city. You know, you are there on a daily basis. What is the, the noise like from the construction that's going on on a, oh, on a daily basis? Oh, boy. Um, it varies uh, from day to day, depending upon what they're doing. I mean, they're going to be doing a little more dynamite. Uh, I think today I saw the, tr- the dynamite truck show up. They haven't done it in a uh, week or so. Um, yeah, and you can feel it all the way down to Big Tree Road and past uh, Danny's, that neighborhood over there. People have, have came back to me and say, yeah, they can hear the noise and feel it in their house. Uh, now they're using some big pile drivers, a little and then quieting it, and you can hear that down the road also. Uh, one of the major problems is the, uh, the, the amount of dust in the air. Um, they, they try to water down the stuff, but, uh, it's just, it just comes with the action. You know, they can only do so much and, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, I think they're two weeks ahead of schedule doing the pit, uh, which at one point was only going to go down three feet and they're down to like 32 feet down. So, I mean, it's a, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it, you know, I'm thinking it's not just, Parking, right? You know, uh, we talk so much about there's no RV lot anymore or things like that. All these people have to find maybe a new place to go. Uh, even if you're at a place that's not affected, the construction could have an impact on you. If you park at ECC and, you know, are used to, used to kind of walking through or cutting through some grass there or doing something like that, I, you're going to have a whole different way to try and get around this thing. Yeah, if you park it in the ECC lot, especially in the back, well, you might be a little shocked uh, if you haven't been in the area. A lot of the uh, shale and uh, material, they've been stockpiling it on the west side. And uh, from what I understand, they're going to be using that to fill in the the Ralph uh, when it comes to that time. Um, yeah, the parking, I think ECC holds 170, 200 cars. Um, and, yeah, you're, you're going to have to walk down. The, the community drive is gone. So you're going to either have to walk down Big Tree Road or uh, on Southwestern Boulevard. So you got a little hike. So like I said a little bit earlier, uh, plan ahead, come early, and, uh, you know, give yourself an extra five, ten minutes um, because it's, uh, you know, it, 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 things have changed <laughs> a little bit. I think a lot of people are going to use tomorrow as their dry run, like you were talking about. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. So uh, the a lot of people that are hardcore fans – they come to the regular season and they give their tickets away to other people for the preseason. Um, you know, I, I can see problems happening when we get that first, you know, one o'clock game for the opener. People, 
you know, they they uh, are used to what they've done in the past, and they think it's going to be the same. But they may add a little bit to the confusion. So uh, I think this one o'clock game on Saturday, like Andy Major said, it's a it's a good time uh, for a game as opposed to four o'clock and with the fair and stuff. But uh, I, I could see maybe problems uh, in the future. I know my uh, regular customers uh, park in the Hammers lot. Uh, they show up. You know, they get there before I even show up. You know, there's people there five, six o'clock. They're fanaticals. So, uh, um, in that way, there's, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Less people out on the road, but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's going to take a little adjustment. And I think after a couple of regular season games, um, it'll work out. Well, we hope everything runs smooth tomorrow and uh, into the season as well. Hammer, thanks so much. That's Eric the Hammer Matuio of the Hammer's Lot talking about what it might be like with a definitely a new look out by the stadium tomorrow in Orchard Park. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.